Today, we're kicking off a four-part series focusing on email marketing. This is part one of that series where we talk about the five things that you should look for in the different email marketing programs that are out there. Are you ready? Let's go. This is Tim Talks, episode 11. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. Right. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Tim Talks. I'm your host, Nate Fancher, and I'm stoked to be with you today. This is an all-new podcast for the independent musician, the independent artist, and I'm excited to talk with you about a new business model for indie artists and musicians that, that I believe is the future. This podcast has something for everyone, no matter where you are on your musical journey. If you're listening to this and you're just getting started, there is something for you. If you've been a professional musician or a full-time indie artist for years with a thriving career, there's still something here for you. The reason I know that's true is because of the topic that we cover here on this podcast. Digital marketing, digital media, platform building, and online business. This industry is moving fast and constantly changing. If, If you're listening to this, let's say, I don't know, five, six months down the road from the time that I've recorded this then something has probably changed with Google and with Facebook and, and all the rest since, since I've recorded it. So the goal here is to help you along the way. And here's the thing, you know, I'm on this journey with you. I don't consider myself a guru or a Google expert. I'm, I'm constantly learning about these things myself as an artist, as a musician. So I invite you to join me. I'd love that. Um, head over to freemusicgift.com. I want to give you guys... If it's your first time listening to the podcast, if you've been listening to this for a while, you probably have this, but it's a free report called Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. And in, these, uh, in this report, I give, you, I give you the top 10 tools that I think every musician um, at this point in the game, every artist, anyone online who's trying to, to uh, build some sort of business around their creativity... Um, they're, they're going to need these things. So head over to freemusicgift.com. You'll get that free report right away. And you're also going to be on our email list and you're going to be entered into a drawing. I give you the opportunity to go and enter uh, yourself into a drawing that I do every month. And um, in fact, today, if you're listening to this, the time that this podcast episode goes live, you're going to want to get all the entries in that you can for, for today's drawing. It's the last day of the March drawing. And um, I'll be announcing the winner for that drawing on Monday, coming up here in episode 12 of Tim Talks. So the way this works is once you sign up for our email list, um, you'll see a, a private page where you can enter multiple entries. Okay, that's the thing is you can increase your chances to win by entering multiple entries in uh, this little widget done by Rafflecopter, which is a great way to... Uh, I'll talk about Rafflecopter maybe some other time, but Rafflecopter is awesome. That's, that's the widget where you put your, your um, information in and you can enter the drawing there. And um, you can do various things there to increase your chances to win, even on a daily basis. And so um, every month I'll be doing a new drawing. And in April, I'll be announcing that drawing um, coming up here pretty soon. But... Um, this drawing, it's a $100 
gift card to Sweetwater Music. It's ending tonight at midnight, so if you're listening to this after March 26th, um, then I'm sorry, you've probably missed the March one. But um, no, but but go to freemusicgift.com, sign up for our email list, and you'll you'll have another chance for the next month to to win something awesome. So, um, all right. So now today we are kicking off a new series on email marketing. Okay, in the first part of this series, we're going to be looking specifically at what to look for when you are out there looking for which email marketing service to sign up with. Okay, there are a lot of a lot of them out there. You know, should you go with Mailchimp? Should you go with Aweber? What about Infusionsoft or Entreport? There are a ton of different services available. Even new and innovative ones are coming out and competing with all the big names. I'm thinking of, of a new one called ConvertKit by Nathan Berry. ConvertKit specifically serves bloggers and authors. I'm actually very intrigued by this one and might give it a try to see how well it works. But, but there are many others out there too, like Eye Contact, Benchmark, Get Response, Mad Mimi, Pinpoint, Vertical Response, Constant Contact. Um, but you know what? Rather than getting overwhelmed in making the right decision, it's important to know what really matters at the end of the day when you're looking for an email marketing program. Honestly, they all do a lot of the same things, and each one excels in different areas more than others. So in this episode, we'll quickly touch on five things that I think you should look for in an email marketing service. Uh, Now, in this episode, I I will not be touching on why email marketing is so important for you as an artist. You you need to uh, check out episodes two and seven of Tim Talks. I'll I'll always highlight this um, on ongoing importance along the way. Um, But if you want to hear more on this subject of of why email is so important, why email marketing is is so crucial in your uh, business model as an artist, just check out episodes two and seven. Episode two was where I gave a bird's eye view of what I called the four pillars of the indie musician online. The second pillar, which I quickly cover in that episode, is starting and growing a big email list. So that's episode two. And then in episode seven, we talk all about email. In that episode, it's um, entitled Truly Direct to Fan. So check those out. You can just simply go to theindependentmusician.com slash two or slash seven. And um, check those out if you haven't heard those. So let's quickly dive into this little episode, a five-part checklist on what to look for in an email marketing service provider. All right, number one, easy design. Easy design, image hosting, and HTML support. So design, graphics, things like that. So is designing the email easy for you? Ask yourself that question. Um, with the different things you're trying out. Do they host their own images? Um, some services host images, some do not. Um, for example, Aweber does not host images, um, but MailChimp does. Is there full HTML support? It's really important that you have emails that look good. If you're going to be doing some sort of image-based, um, you know, really eye-catching email marketing you know, plan, then you're going to want to have great-looking emails. And that really depends on what you're going for. Now, me personally, I don't use a lot of graphics in my emails. I keep them really plain intentionally because I, I just want it to be a normal email from me to you. That's really my perspective. You know, I'm an info guy. I'm an info marketer. I'm not trying to wow you with awesome graphics in my email. I'm just sending you um, an informative email that I would send to anyone. And so I don't need a lot of graphics. Now, I might some from time to time put something in there um, but I don't do a lot of 
really heavy graphic centric email marketing. So, uh, but I do think it's important to have um, your email marketing program, you know, to have that capability. Okay, so you're going to want to have that intuitive and easy way to uh, design your emails. So that's number one. And these aren't necessarily, by the way, in, in order of importance, but um, these are just for you to go and make sure that they they offer you this stuff so that you can try out, um, you know, what works for you. So number two, number one was um, graphics design, easy design, image hosting, HTML support. Um, and by the way, if that's foreign to you, what that means simply is you could get a web designer or someone to uh, put together a completely designed email that is purely based on HTML, okay, so that you're not using a drag-and-drop template thing. MailChimp has a lot of different templates for their emails um, that, that are pre-done, and they look really, really nice. But um, you also have the option to just completely do your own HTML and graphic, you know, your own thing. So um, look for those options. Okay, that's number one. Number two, number two, third-party integrations. Okay, so does your service, does whoever you're looking at, do they have broad support for third-party services? So what do I mean by third-party services? Um, When you look at your blog, when you look at your website, you're going to want to have ways for people to sign up, right? You're going to want to have good opt-in forms. You're going to want to have all of that integrated with your email marketing provider. Um, You might also have a service like Lead Pages, which I've talked about some on the podcast, and I'll talk about more in the future. Um, lead pages is awesome, and you're going to want your email marketing provider to show up within lead pages when you sign up for lead pages. Most of them do. Um, they're they're offering more and more support to more um, email marketing providers, but um, lead pages is just an example of a third party service. Um, there are also WordPress plugins, depending on you know what you're doing. If you have different shopping cart software, if you're running an e-commerce part of your site where you're selling T-shirts, you know merchandise for your band. Um, all of that stuff needs to integrate into your email. Um, if you're doing a private membership site just for members, that's a private site that people have to sign up for and pay you for. Um, there are different membership plugins out there that work with your website, and you want you're going to want to make sure that that also integrates with your email marketing program. So, again, the question is: Is does your service, whatever service you're looking at? Ask them, do they have broad support for third-party services? Are they showing up a lot? And the, the big ones, they, they do most of the time. MailChimp and AWeber. Those are the two really big ones at this point. Um, all right, that's number two. Number three, autoresponders and follow-up. Okay, autoresponder does not mean, I think I've said this before, but autoresponder does not mean an out-of-the-office auto-reply, okay? An autoresponder is simply a automated sequence of following up with your subscribers. Um, there is so much power in following up with people. You want to follow up with people. You want to have something that as soon as they sign up for your email list, you're going to want them to get a welcome email, a next steps email, something that immediately goes out to them, thanking them for signing up, first of all, and then giving them some some more value. You know, if, if, if they sign up, and they get the you know the little con- confirm here, and then uh, just just a really quick thank you page. Thanks for signing up, and that's it. And then they don't hear from you for two or three or four days. You're going to be forgotten. <laughs> um, so an autoresponder follow up is really really important, and you can build these out for as long as you want. You can have different um, you can have different sequences dripping out over time. 
but um, you're going to want to have automated sequences that lead up to you know calls to action and, and different events that are building up. You know, you know that that kind of thing is is very important for you as an email marketer. So, do they have autoresponders? And most of them these days do. So, um, but look in, into detail at what um, what you're getting with their autoresponders. For example, Mailchimp with their free account, you cannot do an autoresponder with Mailchimp on their free account. You have to upgrade to their paid service. And um, but you're going to have to pay pretty much with any email marketing provider you go with. So um, and uh, I'll talk more about who I suggest in another podcast. But um, let's look at let's keep looking at this. We're looking at the five part checklist on what you should look for. Number one, we already covered it. Easy design. Number two, third party integrations. Number three, autoresponders and follow up. And now number four, accurate tracking and analytics. Okay, you're going to want to have what's called segmentation um, capabilities, and you're going to want that segmentation to actually work. Um, so what I mean by this is um, most of these providers um, are tracking who's opening up your emails, who's clicking in your emails, and they give you those, they give you those statistics, okay? Um, and you want that to be accurate. And segmentation is basically how you could, um, let's say you could do an if-then rule where you... Um, say I want to have just the people who haven't opened up an email in the last uh, six months, for example. Okay, I, I want to send out a broadcast just to them, so that so that that email is more targeted and um, reengages them. And so um, you're going to want that to be accurate because sometimes you can do a segmentation thing and then it's not really accurate. I'll give you an example. I did this once with uh, Mailchimp and it just was not accurate. I had a had an instance where I was trying to um, re-engage some people who haven't, who hadn't opened up their emails and clicked on the emails I sent, you know, for probably six months or so. And I was looking at what Mailchimp was telling me as far as you know who um, had not opened up emails. And so I did this segmentation thing. I send out the broadcast, and then I get replies back saying that, "Hey, I, I really uh, don't know what you're talking about. I have been opening up your emails. Thank you for sending them. Please don't take me off your list." It just felt kind of embarrassing because here. I was trusting in Mailchimp's tracking and analytics, and it didn't seem accurate. So, um, yeah. So that's really important. Do they have accurate tracking and analytics? It could have been my situation. Maybe I did something wrong. I don't really know, but I, I need I needed to um, make sure that that was accurate. So that's number four. The main things that you really want to look for are um, open rates and click-through rates. And you want those to be as accurate as possible. An open rate basically is the percentage of people who open up your emails. Um, and a click-through rate is basically the percentage of people who are clicking on the links in your emails to come back to your website or to whatever you're offering them, okay? And um, they track, you know, different marketing programs track these uh, things different in different ways. And so that means that some are more accurate than others. So do your research on that. That's number four, accurate tracking and analytics. And then number five, and this is very important, great deliverability. Does your email service, uh, does your email marketing provider have great deliverability? Do they have a good reputation with the, the broad email service providers like Gmail, Yahoo, and you know all of the different ways that people use their email? Okay, do they have a good reputation with those companies? Um, are the emails getting in the inbox and not getting moved to the spam folder automatically? Some email service providers um, will flag emails as spam, and uh, you don't want that. So different companies, um, 
work differently together, and uh, these different marketing programs have some have good reputations. Some there are some that don't have good reputations, and they've they're just fighting for it, or they've gone out of business. But some just have a, a higher rating than others when it comes to um, uh, deliverability. So um, an example is Aweber and Mailchimp both have really good reputations with um, email service providers, but Aweber tends to have better deliverability, according to what they say. Um, I'm a user of Aweber, and I've I've seen that difference uh, myself as far as the deliverability, which kind of ties to the the thing I mentioned earlier with the accurate tracking and analytics. I wasn't I was just kind of confused with the Mailchimp side of things on that. Guys, at the end of the day, most reputable email marketing providers they will have all five of these. Uh, so don't stress out over which one to get. You know, as far as you know, which ones which one's better than the other. Don't stress out too much over that. When it comes down to email marketing, what matters most is how you build your list and the value that you give those people who sign up. If you can have a reliable program that helps you build long-term relationships with your fans, that's really all you need. If you're struggling to get signups on your email list, and if you're feeling overwhelmed with the technical side of starting and managing your email marketing, I'm excited to announce a new private membership site that I've developed called GrowYourEmailListFast.com. This web-based video course with five modules is designed to help you go from step one to step done when it comes to starting and growing your email list. Visit GrowYourEmailListFast.com and grab the first two modules of this five-part course for free. Again, head over to GrowYourEmailListFast.com. All right, guys, let's talk about the action items in this episode. What are, what, what are you going to go and do with this information? Here's, here's the plan right here. Okay, head over to our show notes, theindependentmusician.com forward slash 11, number 11. And uh, you're going to see a list of different providers that I've kind of curated for you ahead of time. And, um, and you can link over to them and do some more research. And again, the uh, five things that you're going to want to look for are number one, good design, good templates, um, easy, intuitive way to design them yourself, image hosting, things like that. Number two, third-party integrations. You're going to want to see that support. Number three, autoresponders. Number four, good analytics and good statistics so that you can track your campaigns. And then number five, great deliverability. So uh, head over to theindependentmusician.com forward slash 11 and you will see uh, those five things and the different uh, links to different providers. Okay. All right, guys. This has been number one in this email marketing series. Next up is going to be all about the frequency of your campaigns. How often should you send to your list? We're going to be talking about best practices on that, and um, and it's going to be exciting. I'm also going to be announcing the winner, the March drawing uh, for $100 to Sweetwater. I'll be announcing who that is, and I'm excited to um, to let you guys know all about that. That's going to be fun. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. This is episode one in our four-part email marketing series. Next up is going to be all about the frequency of your email broadcasts, your newsletters. How often should you send to your list? That's a good question. And we'll be talking about that. I might have an answer that surprises you. Um, and then after that, yeah, we're going to be talking about what to send to your list, how to uh, approach the kind, the different kinds of emails that are out there. I'm going to go over a few different types of email marketing broadcasts and newsletters. Um, there are different schools of thought on this. And then number four, we're going to be talking about how to grow 
your email list, how to actually get it out there and get people to it. All right, guys, if you're new to our podcast, head over to freemusicgift.com. You'll get the free report, Tim's top 10 tools for internet music marketing. And you'll also be entered into our monthly drawing that's just for subscribers. I'm excited about the April one. I'll be telling you about that very soon. And um, yeah, until then, have a great couple of days. We'll see you right here next time on Tim Talks. Tim Talks.